This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 445 million acres of farmland. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. More than $325 million in USDA funding is on the way to support the department's rollout of Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities funding. The funding will invest in 71 projects ranging from $5 million down to $250,000. It comes from the Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities program, which Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says has the chance to be a watershed moment for agriculture's sustainability efforts. We think this is an opportunity to foster tremendous collaboration and partnerships with researchers in a variety of different contexts. And we think this is also an opportunity uh, to perhaps create a sense of single purpose within American agriculture and food production, a, a unifying opportunity. This round of funding has a focus on small and underserved producers as well as a special emphasis on innovative projects with an importance on those populations. Vilsack says he expects the program to offer big dividends for agriculture. We think that we will uh, learn from these projects that indeed climate smart practices do reduce greenhouse gas emissions connected to agriculture. Uh, We believe that maybe as much as 60 million metric tons of CO2 equivalent could be reduced as a result of the promises and commitments made in these projects. Today's announcement adds to a larger funding pool announced earlier this year. In total, the program is expected to invest about $3.1 billion in more than 140 projects. You can read more in Phil Brasher's story on agripulse.com. Government funding is set to expire Friday, but short-term action could avoid a shutdown. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer took to the Senate floor today to announce the chamber's plans. Later this week, members should be prepared to take quick action on a CR, a one-week CR, so we can give appropriators more time to finish a full funding bill before the holidays. I'm optimistic we could take action on a CR rather quickly and avoid the shutdown that neither side wants, and that is a one-week CR. Negotiators have been trying to avoid the prospect of passing a continuing resolution to fund the government at fiscal 2022 levels for the rest of FY 2023. The bill would fund the efforts of the federal government, including the Department of Agriculture, Food and Drug Administration, and Environmental Protection Agency. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on government funding. And finally today, American soybean farmers are working to address changes in their export market. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. A soybean leader says the U.S. is looking to diversify its marketing of soybeans to other countries as demand picks up despite strong competition from South America. Doug Winner is chairman of the U.S. Soybean Export Council. Speaking on this week's open mic, Winner says he expects China to continue to be a top leader of U.S. soybean exports, but there is demand from other countries the council is working on pursuing. One of the things that we have done is tried to diversify our markets, not necessarily going away from China, but finding other markets to increase our demand for soy in in other markets around the world. Now, you know, China is still the big consumer. 
But India is up and coming. India has become, in the last couple of years, they've become the largest buyer of U.S. soybean oil. So there's a lot of possibilities out there in, in a number of countries that are, that are really increasing their usage of U.S. soy. Winter also discusses the growing importance of sustainable production to help maintain markets and how the quality of U.S. soy is helping to overcome less expensive South American supplies. Listen to more in his open mic interview on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 445 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to protect America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.